Oh my, I'm cracking up. I thought that this was going to be a shorter, quick little episode and it ended up being a little bit longer, but I think you'll be okay with it because we're talking about finding peace in where you think you quote unquote should be versus where God has you. And I know, I think we've talked about this kind of thing a couple of times recently, but I know what happens is we get to the end of the year and instantly we start talking about the shoulds. And I could have, and I would have had X, Y, and Z happened, but it didn't. So now I'm not there. And uh uh-uh. I want you to find peace in where God has you right now. So I am sharing 10 truths that you can declare over your life and business, your marriage, everything. But I mean, primarily we're talking business, right? So you can declare these things straight from God's word over your business. I can't wait for you to hop in and really ultimately I want you to grow against the grain of what this world is saying that you, quote unquote, should be doing. Hey, Kingdom Builder, welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. Are you struggling to find balance between what Jesus wants for you and your big business goals? Do you find yourself up late at night, overwhelmed by the goals and growth you long for while also lacking the confidence to get there? Do you wake up with big, ambitious dreams only to feel frustrated that you're not promoting and afraid you'll fail when another team member quits and you miss that promotion again? Hey, I'm Michelle. I too was tired of being in the same place year after year. I too felt frustrated and wished to build the business of my dreams. I wanted to honor the Lord, level up, and see my team succeeding. But I kept telling myself, the products are too expensive, or no one wants to join me, or maybe I'm just not cut out for this. Does that sound familiar? Until I realized that all the growth and success was nothing if God wasn't my first priority. In this podcast, you'll find network marketing business tips, biblical mindset encouragement, and a little mama motivation sprinkled in from time to time, all so that you'll see the growth and success through God's eyes first. Let's partner together, grow against the grain of this world, and find that balance you've been craving. Friend, go grab your Bible, notebook, and that coffee that's been beeping at you from the microwave. Let's get ready to grow against the grain. Are you ready to create more success in your network marketing business as a Christian? Can I hear an amen? Imagine if you weren't afraid of success because you knew it was aligned with God's plan for your life. You could quickly identify the lies you're believing from the enemy. Imagine if you were confident in your sales because you had a strategic plan that was biblically based. You were able to stop chasing the comp plan and find peace in God's plan. Imagine if you didn't have to hustle harder to see the provision you're dreaming of. You could stop being a slave to your phone, customers, and company. It's time, friend, to create a kingdom, biblical mindset so you can build the business the Lord has for you. That's why I'm offering business breakthrough coaching calls. Your business breakthrough coaching call is a one-on-one call where you'll learn how to have a biblical mindset, create a roadmap for renewing your mind, and be prepared for what the Lord has for you in your business. Creating a success mindset in your network marketing business is 
possible. Go to bit.ly slash business breakthrough coaching to schedule your 60 minute one-on-one call. I cannot wait to hear from you and I can't wait to see all the breakthroughs you're going to have. Go click the link in the show notes or go to bit.ly slash business breakthrough coaching. I'll see you there. I have to tell you a story before we get started, and it has absolutely nothing to do with today's episode, but I'm just so blown away by the kindness of the Lord, and I'm ashamed to admit that it took me a couple of minutes to actually stop and thank the Lord for this. So I have a big iMac that I bought several years ago when I was a photographer, and I love the huge screen, and it allows me to kind of have, like I I record and do everything almost on a daily basis on my laptop, but then it's like my iMac is like my auxiliary, auxiliary and it has more storage and it has, it's just easier to work around the screen's huge so I can, I can see everything. Well, it died today. It just, it died on me. And I also found out that it is a vintage, nearly obsolete iMac. I had to giggle when the uh, the Mac guy, you know, the genius or whatever they're called, um, he was like, "Oh, okay, so it's a it's a vintage." Anyways, the long and the short of it is, I went to Facebook because I was like, "Oh, you know, they recommended an Apple authorized whatever." And honestly, all I could think is "cha-ching, cha-ching," right? It's just gonna cost me money. And so I went to Facebook just to see if my any of my techie friends out there could help me. Or send me in the direction of somebody a little bit more local. This one's a little bit farther away. So I had two people that responded to me. Um, and I one I went to actually elementary school with. And then another guy that um, my husband played softball with. And so I responded to both of them. And one gentleman said, hey, Michelle, no problem. We actually just got some new computers and we'll just swap yours out. You can have one of these. I was like, I'm sorry, what? Like, I, I I don't get speechless very often. I was speechless. And I'm still just in awe, like, that this happened. And it brought me, like, to tears to just overcome with emotion in how much I question God. And, and it, it, you know, I guess it does tie a bit more to this episode than I, I really realized, but we have this picture of what is going to happen. And mine, you know, went down this path of a new computer that I can't afford right now. And just like, what's that going to look like? I'll have to wait, blah, 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 blah. And I did something so silly and stupid. Not, not stupid, but just silly, right? Like I went to Facebook, like, hey, does anybody have somebody? And the way that the Lord answered that prayer, that request, I honestly, I didn't even pray about it beforehand. I'm just admitting all, admitting, admitting all kinds of things here to you guys. I I, I just put that out there because I'm like, okay, well, let me take it to Facebook. I should have taken it to the Lord first, right? 
Say, Lord, guide me, direct me what you want to do. And yet he works through that. So today we're talking about finding peace in where you think you should be versus where God has you. And the correlation I make between the two is we have this idea of the way our business is going to go. We have this idea of what's going to happen. The iMac is dead. And so this is what it's going to look like. And it may look like that. Or... The Lord may say, you know what, my daughter, I have something for you. You just, you just need to trust me. And that's where we find ourselves, right? So last week, as we close, coming close to the end of the year, there's a lot of reminiscing, right? As we end, we're looking back and, you know, as we start a new year, we're full of hope and promise and where things are going to go. And I, I really, I want to encourage you to not look back with frustration, to not look back and question yourself, to not, you know, last week, episode 196, I think it was, we talked about, nope, I think it was 195. Anyways, last week we talked about finishing the year strong. And I have my episodes all mixed up. Um, and, and lies. So yeah, okay, I got this right. Episode 196 on Tuesday was finishing the year strong on Uh, 194 was about lies we tell ourselves, right? Lies that we're believing. Sorry for the little, you know, brain fart there for a second. And what, what can happen immediately when we have this overview of our business is I think almost the, the moment afterwards, we are flooded with the, I'm not where I should be, or I'm not where I wanted to be right? That sets in for us because we're looking at the goals and we've got all these lies and we know we shouldn't believe them. And, but we have these goals, how we want to finish the year. And, and those are all great. But what I want you to not do is immediately think the, I'm not where I should be. And then follow it with those reasons or excuses. Sure, there's legit reasons why maybe you aren't where you wanted to be. And again, like we talked in episode 196, maybe you far surpassed that. Awesome. But I want to talk to you about finding peace where God has you. Maybe you surpassed those goals and it's not exactly what you thought it would be. It's more work. It's a little bit more frustrating. You thought it was going to be easy street. It's, it's real easy to think, right? Like when I get where I want to go, then it's going to be easy. And that's a lie too. Like there's just lies all over the place. Lies on top of lies. And <laughs> we have to just stop. I want you to stop right now believing any of those. All of those lies, all of those, I'm not where I should be, I, I'm not where I want to be, and here's why, all of those are just ways in which the enemy wants to infiltrate your mind. So we're, we're just going to stop right there, right? Maybe you aren't where you wanted to be. Okay, that's fine. But if you're surrendering, this is a big but, but... If you're surrendering everything over to the Lord, then aren't you right where he wants you to be? Think about that for a second. If you have truly surrendered 
everything over to the Lord, you're following him, you're listening, then then you're right where he wants you to be. Friend, I want to give you 10 truths, 10 declarations that you can, um, 10 truths that you can declare over and over and over again that God has promised you. The first one is not, I can't give you scripture and verse for this, but it is true. It is a summation of of the scripture. And it's something that my pastor says all the time. And the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, interesting and true. So here's what I know to be true. If you are struggling with where God has you versus finding the peace and where I'm sorry, if you're struggling with where you quote unquote think you should be versus where God has you, I want you to pour over these over and over and over again. Okay, number one, God is never early or late. He's always right on time. Always. So I want you to think of that in light of the goals that you have set before you, the things that you want to do. You can think about this in any way, you know, your your personal life, your spiritual life, uh, you know, being a mom, um, finances, whatever. God is never early and he's never late. He is always on time. It's his timetable, not ours. We're the impatient ones, right? Okay, so like... Remember that one. Write that one down. In fact, write all of these down. I will give you scriptures for each of these other nine because I want you to go back and declare them over your life. This is true. God, you are never early and you are never late. You are always right on time and help me to trust your timetable. Give me peace in that. Number two, God is your helper. Isaiah 41, 13 talks about that. He is your helper. That's awesome. Right? Like he's the best sous chef you could ever have. Phenomenal. He wants to take care of you. Go check that out. Number three, nothing will ever satisfy you like Jesus. Let me say that again. There is nothing that will ever satisfy you like Jesus. Jeremiah 31, 25. You can be chasing after the, you know, sparkle unicorn double backflip. And it's great. You're going to earn a ton of commission. That means your team has grown. All of those things. But I promise you, if your hope is not in Jesus, that is not going to make the the sparkle unicorn backflip, whatever, is not going to matter at all. Nothing will ever satisfy you like Jesus. Number four, you can trust the Lord. Even when you're afraid or worried, Psalm 56.3. If you are in the Facebook community, a lot of these verses are ones that I shared over the course of October where I was giving you a soap study. They're all in there. So if you want these, if you want an opportunity to pour through some scriptures, awesome. Go check it out. And and you can pour through these scriptures. The entire scripture is there. These I'm just giving you a little summation of each of these verses, but you can trust the Lord even when you're afraid or worried, afraid of what's happening to your business. It's in a decline. People are quitting. You're having trouble getting your customers or, or maybe you are 
growing like crazy and you don't know what to do with this growth, you can trust the Lord. You can find peace in the Lord. Number five, God's ways are higher than yours. I know, friend, I know. You got the comp plan out, you're looking at it, and you're like, this is where I want to be. I want to be blah, 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 blah. That's great. But God's ways are higher than yours. I put a stupid post on Facebook about my iMac because I'm thinking, gosh, if somebody could just fix that, it would be great. And instead, the Lord's like, oh, no, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to one-up you on that. Give you something a little bit better than that. Okay. God's ways are higher than our ways. And so often it's so much bigger than an iMac. But that's a practical way in which I've seen the Lord today bless me. I don't deserve that, but I'm grateful for it. Number six, God is good. I mean, really. It's so simple, right? Psalm 118, 29. God is good. He cares about you. He loves you. He is a good God. You can trust him. Number seven. I know some of you are going to be like, I don't know about this one. But God hears your prayers. He absolutely hears your prayers. Psalm 116 verse 1. And over and over and over again, we see that our God hears our prayers. So you're thinking you need to be a double backflip, diamond sparkle, unicorn, whatever. And you're praying about that. God hears your prayers. Just because you're not there doesn't mean he's not hearing your prayers. It means he's, it's his timetable. Remember the very first one? God's never early or late. He's got a perfect timetable. He's always on time. His timetable. Number eight, God has you right where you are for a reason. Esther 4.14. Oh, I love this verse. And I would encourage you to look at the full verse of Esther 4.14. Do not just clamp onto that last part as juicy and meaty and amazing as it is that, you know, God has called you for such a time as this. But look at that entire verse where God's saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to accomplish my will with or without you. I can do this, but I'd really like to do it with you. I'd really like you to be part of this. And you never know. God has you right where you are for such a time as this. Maybe, maybe he has you where you are so that you can better relate to your team members. I don't know about you, but have you ever had an upline who has zero clue about the ups and downs of business because their business literally went skyrocket from the ground up like boom. And so when they have a little itty bitty hiccup, it's kind of like they don't know what to do. Well, that's not relatable. Like I want to be able to relate to people who are like, yeah, you know what? My, my, (laughs) My business went up and down and up and down and up and down. And so they can talk to you from a place of understanding and empathy. Number nine, you are equipped to do every good work. 
Sorry, I put that in wrong. Um, so I was a little crushed there. You are equipped for every good work. 2 Timothy 3.17. God has equipped you where you are right now for every good work. Here's the thing, friend, is we can't, we can't define the words the way that we want them to be defined. So we can't take for every good work to mean the top 1% of the company. That may be exactly what it means. But it may mean for every good work in other ways. That you're able to serve the Lord in a different way. That you're whatever. We have to be careful that we aren't defining scripture based upon our comp plan and how we're viewing success. Talk to the Lord. Ask him, hey, Lord, tell me, show me how you have equipped me for your good works. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, why are we here? We're here to glorify and honor the Lord. And that's some stinking good works, right? We are not saved by our works. Let's be very clear about that. Number 10, our Lord wants to pour out good gifts on his children. Matthew 7, 11. Here's what's so cool about Matthew 7, 11. It's talking about, in fact, I'll read it because I actually have it open. It says, if you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? Friend, are you asking from a humble heart? Are you like, have you truly surrendered? And given everything over to the Lord and asked him to give his definition of success, his definition of provision, his definition of peace. He wants to pour out his good gifts on you. Just like I was telling my daughter the other day, she was telling me about yet another amazing concert that's coming to town. And I told her, I was like, hey, babe, here's the thing. I want to say yes to everything, but I can't, I can't. And our heavenly father saying, Hey, Julie, I want to say yes to your requests that are in line with what I have for you. So take, take those requests to him, ask him. So here's the thing, friend, again, you are right where the Lord wants you. The question now becomes, are you doing what he's asked you to do? Or are you mistaking your voice for his? So if you're still not feeling that peace, you're not not totally understanding that peace that comes, that surpasses all understanding when we follow the Lord, it's probably time to do some some real introspective work. We can do this together. This is a great time for a business breakthrough coaching call. And we can we can look through those things. Regardless, you need to pray about that. You need to ask the Lord, like, hey, am I trying to make something work? Because I don't know about you, but I know Michelle here likes to square peg round hole it all the time. Like, I can make it fit. This will work. And then I'm like, gosh, why is this so frustrating? Why is it so hard? Why, 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 why? And he's like, well, yeah, because you're not listening to me. You're doing what Michelle wants to do, not what I've asked you to do. So take some time. Pray over it. 
pour over these things that the Lord has declared and promised to his children, to you, his daughter. Still stuck? Then let's chat. Let's schedule a call so that we can work through these things. It is such a joy to be able to get on a Zoom call with you and really work through these and and see things that you didn't even realize were there. I'm going to start airing some of the coaching calls um, as soon as I can figure out how to like condense them down in a meaty, juicy portion. But oh my gosh, they're so good. They're so good. I love working with you women. And, and just, I love how the Lord works through our time. So friend, I'm going to pray for you because I know that you have big things you want done this year that maybe you're on track for, maybe you're not. But I want you to remember that the peace that comes from being where God has you and where he wants you, oh, it truly is the sweetest ever. And I want you to find that peace. I want you to divorce yourself from the idea of where you should be, quote unquote, should be. You shouldn't be anywhere. You should be resting in the Lord. And I want you to find the peace in where God has you. Dear Gracious Father, we just thank you so much for the time that we get to spend together. I thank you for this opportunity for you to use me as a mouthpiece for you, to encourage each and every woman who is here, to remind them that you are never late, you are never early. Father, you answer prayers always on time in your timetable, not our own. Father, I pray that she would remember and take each of these truths straight from your word and pour over them. Lord, you want to pour out good gifts on your daughters. I know that. Father, you hear our prayers. Help us to humbly come before you and bring these wants, needs, goals, desires before you. I know that so many of these women have started this business because they absolutely financially need their business. Help them to see and find peace in you where you have them right now. Show them if they have gone rogue and they are trying to do things in their own strength and in their own way because it seems to make more sense. I get that completely. But convict her right now, Father, if she is going and doing her own thing versus following what you want her to do. Show her to follow you, Father. I know it can be scary because, gosh, if I can just sell a little bit more of this, it makes more sense right? But Lord, you are trustworthy. I just pray that you would open, open her eyes to show her where you want her to be. And when she is there, when she has, has delivered everything over to you and truly surrendered everything over to you, I just pray that you would wash her over in peace. In your son's name. Amen. Amen, friend. You have an amazing day. Hey, before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's episode, would you pop over to iTunes to Growth Against the Grain and leave a review and subscribe to the show? 
that would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of other mamas just like you, learning to align their audacious goals with what God has for them, then join us at bit.ly slash Christian Mindset Support or click on the link below. There's always room for one more. Can't wait to see you over there.